0: G'day, my name is Braden French, and you're listening to Work Experience Podcast. Hey, everyone. Braden French here. Youth Ministry Coordinator for the Uniting Church in Invictaz, your host, your friend, your guru as it were. Friends, welcome to another episode. We're tracking along through season three. I hope you're enjoying it. We're covering such a wide umbrella of issues and that's deliberate. This isn't a tactics podcast. This isn't a uh, games and tips podcast although hopefully you are finding some tips here but actually we want to Address the reality of the world and society in which young people are living and forming and leading, and speaking to the church about the type of church we're called to be. So maybe you're frustrated, maybe you're confused, maybe you're anticipating something more. That's deliberate, that's what we want. We want to be in conversation with you. So if at any time you want to ask questions, you want to give feedback, you want to request some more content, please get in touch. Uh, We've got a pretty dynamic Facebook page. Just look for Work Experience Podcast. Our email is always there, workexperiencepodcast.gmail.com. And all our info, back episodes, contact details, the library section is available at workxpc.com. Regular listeners will check out that this episode's a lot shorter than usual. It's almost back to our pilot episodes in early season one, which were well under a half an hour. We have indulged lately. The episodes have got longer. I hope that's okay. I hope that you've been able to uh, stay with us on your commute or during your lunch break or whenever you're listening. Today's episode is shorter for two reasons. One, we wanted to be punchy. We wanted to get in, get out, give you some quality content. The other reason is that we... Recorded a special interview with Andrew McDonough, author and illustrator of the Lost Sheep book series. Now, we recorded that in our mobile studios doing 110 down the freeway from Shepparton to Albury. Turns out that's not conducive to podcast interviews and the audio is unusable. Andrew said some amazing things. I asked some pretty good questions, but overall, we couldn't use the content. So, It is very late on a Tuesday night. I'm up here in our Albury studios and we've got no interview, no guests today. So it's just me. It's just me and you. We're hanging out for the next 15 minutes or so as we continue the conversation about young people and the church. I hope that's okay. Next week, we've got a bumper episode. We'll be back in the groove. Andrew will have returned to Adelaide. So we might have to line it up online uh, later if that's something you're interested in. Let us know. If you're familiar with the lost sheep material andrew's a great guy a baptist pastor author an artist yeah he's got a great story to tell and i do encourage you to check out lostsheep.com.au and see the resources available they're not just kids books friends they're uh, usable applicable challenging in all settings which is a nice segue i think to what one of the things i wanted to talk to you about today Andrews, one of his more popular books is probably Webster the Preacher Duck. It talks about the reality that we go to church, we hear inspiring sermons, but they do very little to influence and change our behaviours and our daily life. And it's relevant because a couple of weeks ago I released a short article in our state newsletter, a Crosslight Magazine, and they invited me to write an opinion piece and I wrote one. And the experience has been quite bizarre because I think what I wrote should have elicited a reaction. I wrote some pretty confronting home truths, I thought. Things about how the church needs to wake up to the reality that young people aren't seeking to inherit the structures as we currently have them. I thought i named some pretty stark realities. As I was writing, I thought we might get two reactions. Some strong defense, people wanting to challenge, call me out, criticize, engage, or people championing, going, yes, we agree, now what? What I have received since, however, is basically radio silence. Occasionally, as I've been touring around these last few days in regional centers, I've got the, oh, that was nice. Oh, I liked your article but no real engagement. And when I've said, oh, what did you like about it? They said, oh, it's just nice to hear a new voice. So again, we get that sort of, thanks for the message, see you next week type handshake at the door. And friends, my concern is if the passion for youth ministry is left at the door, if the voices of young people and advocates aren't being heard and aren't resonating in the halls of decision makers and in the minds of those with influence, we are facing an uphill battle. If you are finding traction, if you've found ways to communicate, to advocate and and seek change, let us know. Maybe you've got some wisdom you could share with us Uh, as a learning community, we'd love to have you on and, and you could give us some insight as to how you go at engaging those with influence and power and challenging the status quo. I'll keep you updated as we go along. I'm writing another piece for the next magazine, which should be out just before Easter. We'll see if we can rattle a few more cages, or we'll check out the letters to the editor section as well, see whether we, you know, upset a few of the regular readers. Time to check the calendar now, but before we go there, it's a good opportunity for me to invite you to subscribe to the podcast. Now, It costs nothing. It's as simple as clicking the subscribe button in your podcast app. All that means is whenever we upload new content, you will hear about it first. You'll get a notification saying there's another episode and you can tune in and be on the cutting edge. Normally we're out Wednesdays, but you never know. Bonus episodes could drop at any moment. The easiest way to stay in touch and support the podcast is to subscribe, to like our Facebook page, And if you're feeling generous, drop a review in iTunes and tell your friends. Share the page on Facebook. Comment and tag someone. The more people that hear about the podcast, the more fun we all have together. And the more informed the conversation is. If we can hear from all parts of the church and society, young people, old people, people with a passion for youth ministry, we'd love for them to be part of the community here they can let us know. They can be part of the, an episode. So if you want to help us out, subscribe, review, like us online, tell some friends. We're halfway through season three, so it's never too late to join in the fun. Now, the calendar. Coming up is Surrender Festival, the end of March, which we're very quickly approaching the end of February, so it's just around the corner. I hope that you can join us at Surrender Festival. It's an amazing weekend, engaging with justice, mission, theology, youth ministry, disability, reconciliation, you name it, it'll be on the table. You can come and be part of an amazing community. We are hosting a special event on the Friday night after the Youth Rally, a special podcast live from Surrender. But we're also hosting a space with the Cornerstone community, and we are cooking pizzas, friends. We are the pizza tent, so you can come and say g'day, get a feed, check out what's happening in the tent, make sure you say hello, but wood fire pizzas, delicious, the taste of surrender. All the information's at surrender.org.au, or you can get in touch, if you want to help us host the venue. We can get you volunteer tickets, save a few dollars if you pitch in, help out. We'd love for you to join the team. That's coming up at the end of March up in Belgrave Heights, north of Melbourne. We'd love for you to join us. There's other events coming up as we join with State Youth Games. We've got Sonder Camps, Summers Camps, Presbytery Camps, you name it. We will be there and we'd love for you to tell us what's happening in your patch so we can add it to the calendar section so we can let people know whether they're in victoria around the country even international events you know who knows we might be heading over to auckland in august now if that happens you will hear it first via this podcast an international trip that would be pretty exciting we will make sure to let you know right here at your favorite uniting church youth ministry podcast It's exciting to be back in the library. As you know, most weeks, and we attempt to do it every week, we turn to the resource library here in the studio and share with you a book or a resource that we found helpful in shaping our understanding of ministry with young people. We've had some amazing speakers on and authors on to spruik their own books, and Andrew was going to do part of that today. So again, check out lostsheep.com.au. But instead, we've turned uh, to another Text that I think is helpful in shaping this whole intergenerational conversation. Now, intergenerational ministry gets a bit of a bad rap and it seems to be left to the department of children and families ministry. However, we want to advocate strongly that intergenerational ministry and youth ministry can coexist, can actually inform each other and shape a healthier understanding of Christian community and young people within those communities. And to do that, we want to recommend this book, and let me say, it's the first one on our new podcast, Kindle. This book's called Generations Together. It's written by Kathy Amaday, Jeff Murhout, and John Roberto. Now, some of the audience may be familiar with John Roberto. He's been out to Australia a number of times. He's a lovely Catholic scholar, and academic from America. He's a big fan of Weebly websites. He discovered that anyone can now host and publish their own websites. Unfortunately, that doesn't mean everyone should. But let's not hold that against John and Kathy and Jim, because in this text, Generations Together, they have offered an outline for communities to connect and serve and live intergenerationally. And what they've done is offer five understandings, five commitments, and I want to share them with you briefly. They are caring, praying, learning, celebrating, and serving faithfully as five core values to an intergenerational community. Now you hear those, yeah, well, our church does those things. Fantastic. I hope it does. They're probably key to most churches. However, the authors here hold those five values And help you explore how you can do them intergenerationally. How caring for each other and your community can be an intergenerational activity. How learning and celebrating can be a chance to draw people together and equip them in mission and ministry alongside the other generations in their communities. I think it's a really exciting approach because it allows your entire church to find a way to develop and increase an intergenerational attitude. We know from stats from Australia and America and out of Europe, the benefits of intergenerational relationships, where people from different stages of life develop caring, respectful, mutual relationships. And Roberto's text here, along with Jim Merhout and Kathy Amadei, Provide some key creative foundational values and approaches that any congregation can pick up, can share, and really commit to on their way towards becoming an intergenerational community. Not just multi generational, where each group, age group, does their own thing and shares a building, but intentionally intergenerational, where we value each person regardless of age, for their spiritual identity, their capacity to lead, and their experiences, and we create a way to share those together for the kingdom of God. So, Generations Together, our first book on our new podcast, Kindle, and we reckon you would enjoy it. Check it out, and more of John's work via Lifelong Faith Associates in the States. And just like that, we're into the final segment of today's podcast. I promised you a brief episode and we have delivered. A couple of you have suggested that you'd like us to start reopening the emails. That would be great. Unfortunately, if all I do is read out emails asking me when are we going to start reading emails again, that won't make for good content. So if you have any questions, comments, stories, ideas that you want to send in. We would love to share them. We'd love to act on them as well. We are The People's Podcast. We would love to hear from our listeners. Whether you've written in before or never decided to, now is the time. As you can see, we are desperate for content. We've just had a whole episode with your humble host. So let us know what you'd like. Coming up in the next few weeks, we're going to hear from some of my Tongan friends sharing their perspective about what it means to be a second-gen Tongan Australian in the church serving with a volunteer heart. Can't wait for you to hear that. We're also hoping to hear from some of the kids organising the School Strike for Climate, which is coming up in a couple of weeks on March 15. We're trying to arrange to hear from some of the students in Melbourne who are helping organise that event, which would be a real coup for this podcast. We're fingers crossed, as well as other opportunities and guests we're trying to line up. So... I hope you're subscribed. I hope you look forward to every episode as much as we do here in the Work Experience Podcast studios, whether we're in Albury or at home in Melbourne. And friends, until next week, have a wonderful week. Make sure you say hello to a young person, ask them how they are, and actually listen. And we'll be back again next week for another episode of Work Experience Podcast.